Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And joining us tonight in the co-host chair, Kyle, for her third time. It only took her four and a half days to get here. So so far, not a charm. No, for her to get not here. a charm. No. Three, three is not a charm. <laughs> no. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's Courtney Cronin. How are you doing, Courtney? Good. Hi, guys. You had, you had a, uh, we feel bad because you had a tough time getting here today. It Just, was a little nuts. It was a little nuts. The map, the map quest or the, the Google maps did not know that there's a gated area at the top of San Ysidro now and you no. can't just drive through there. Did you so. get to the top and try to buzz in? <laughs> you know what? There were like six other cars uh, behind me and everybody was using the same app. I'm sure oh, it was Waze or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all were making three point turns too. Like, whoops, we were trying to do the same thing. Um, so that yeah. stinks. But you're here. I'm here. And I, I'm hoping you're on the way home. You get back in like 20 minutes. It, that's what's going to happen. It took me literally almost three hours to get here. It's I live 20, <laughs> I live 28 miles away. <laughs> it's not worth it. Anyone who's hosted the show will tell you that's not worth it. No, you guys are worth it. This is worth it. This tilt, makes me happy. Tilt your mic up just a little bit. So you're talking like directly into how's that? Yeah, that's better. Okay. That's it was good. a little echoey. Sorry. A little bit echoey. Sorry. I want the, everyone to be able to Let's hear edit you, out your, the entire first part. No, of the show. no, no. I want everyone to be able to hear your nice voice. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so here's what we're doing tonight. We got we got Courtney here. We've uh, this is only her third show, but we're already doing a second Kiss episode with her because there's no one else that we can do it with. Murray doesn't like Kiss. Murray See, does not like. Siegel Kiss. doesn't like. No one wants to do Kiss, but you'll do it. I was live at Kiss in Omaha, and Murray came on, and uh, he, all he wrote was "ew," <laughs> and then just left. Yeah, he came on, said "ew," and then left. Terrible. <laughs> Let's, uh, so what we're going to do tonight, I call this episode Kiss the Originals, because when I was a kid, uh, after these albums had been out, and like after Destroyer was out, then there was like a TV commercial for Kiss the Originals. You might be able to look that up, Kyle, where they packaged the first three albums together mm-hmm. and, they, uh, and they released them as Kiss the Originals. I hope you find this. Oh, I found it. Oh, already? All right, let's hear it. To read excerpts from and part Oh, what is this? <laughs> well, what is that? First, there's an ad for Scientology. Yeah. And then... Dianetics. <laughs> the albums that set off a rock and roll explosion. First, there was Kiss. Then, Hotter Than Hell. Then, Dressed to Kill. The Fire, The Frenzy, The Fantastic Rise of the Kiss Army. The three albums that caused a rock revolution are now specially priced in a historic three-record set with an exclusive Kiss history book and more. Kiss, the originals. Get yours today. Don't miss the sensational all-new KISS show. The smoke, the flames, the exploding sound and fury of KISS. Saturday, July 10th at Roosevelt Stadium. That is the worst voiceover <laughs> I've ever heard. That's the worst voiceover in the history. That's the guy that does something for like a shitty movie. He's like, the roller coaster was out of control. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I, I love that these are the three albums that set off a rock revolution by underselling. Also, also at what point, Paul, is, is they show concert footage of him. He's wearing like a leather cabbie hat. Well, they were figuring it out. They he used were to drive a cab. Yeah. He were, did. They were working it out. He was the bandit at one time, too. He wasn't always a star child. That's true. He had the bandit, though. Did you ever the, see that? The cab bandit. 
he was the opposite Stole of your a, cab. Instead of someone, <laughs> yeah, he would he would actually rob the patrons instead of the cabbie getting robbed of uh, their virginity. <laughs> <it's> like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> we got uh, okay. First album, self titled Kiss, came out in February eighteenth, nineteen seventy four. Forty five years ago. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this album cover. It's perfect. I do too. Like you, you, it's got the logo, the logo mm-hmm. that they always use. They never, like some bands, they sometimes they don't use the logo on an album. Like ACDC, there's a couple albums where they don't, I'm like, what are you talking about? And, Ki- and there's a Cheap Trick album where they didn't use the logo. But Kiss, they're smart that way. Oh yeah, the monkeys didn't either. Yeah, you always albums, yeah. use that goddamn logo, guys. Yeah. yeah, especially if you have a great logo. If you have a great logo, and Kiss has one of the best logos ever, mm-hmm. and it's it it's so simplistic and but yet so perfect. Mm-hmm. And this album's great. I mean, if you get this autograph, like a silver paint pen, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And uh, the makeup's. Ba- I mean, Paul's makeup is all the same. Jeans is pretty close. Close. Peter's is the only one who's a little bit as. Peter looks intricate. like he was kissing a girl before they took the picture. <laughs> it's like his like, mouth is all smeared. Knowing what we know now about how Peter is, I bet he was like, "I'm gonna have the best makeup." It's <laughs> gonna be so. And then, he, and then he did it once and was like, "Oh no, oh, too much." I'm gonna have a barcode on my forehead <laughs> and then put white through the middle. Yeah, you're gonna have to do this every night, Peter. And then I'm gonna eat a tomato. Let's go. And then, and then in 20 years from now, I'm gonna put a tear by my eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he really? <laughs> I think towards the last couple of shows, he would put a tear. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. So what a drama queen. No, the green is so much better. The second uh-huh. version of the yep. cat man is so much better. And when Ace added the blue and the silver, that's cool, uh-huh. too. For sure. But yeah, yeah this, it has it, like, he has, because he's, the uh, the whiskers look almost like skeleton, like fingers, like bones almost. Yeah, it's just oh, too much. Yeah. Like they're segmented. It, yeah, it's just. It's yeah, just he looks way, like a skeleton. You're right. It looks. It looks like a skull more than like a cat. It's just way too much. But I, I would like to see outtakes from this photo shoot, because, uh. This is a great photo. Gene looks uh, every bit the demon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ace even has some silver in his hair. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I wonder why they didn't keep doing that. I don't know. That is cool. This, uh, this album was produced by Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise. I don't know anything about those guys. Nope. And this album clocks in at 35 minutes and 11 seconds. And what we're going to do, guys, we're going to go track by track through the first three Kiss albums. And we're gonna, and then we'll, and we'll maybe we'll. So if you don't like Kiss, don't, don't listen like to Kiss, the show. Time to hang up. If you if you like you us, stick up. around. But if you don't like Kiss, I don't know. Fa- a lot of fast forwarding. Bye, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> He'll listen, just so he can say, "Yeah, I still don't like him." <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. This is this is a perfect song to kick off any album. Let's hear Strutter. So great. 
love this so song. great. Love it. One mm-hmm. of my, possibly maybe my favorite of, from this album. I just love it. Yeah, it's really definitely do. one of mine. Yeah, it's right up there. Kyle. Yeah. Um, let me see who wrote this. That was written by uh, Paul and Gene together. I like when they would write together back mm-hmm. in the day. Lead vocals by Paul. This was the first Kiss song I ever heard, and it, which makes sense because it's the first song on the first album. Yeah. So whenever I hear it, I think like I get that like feeling of like the first time I heard Kiss. I don't know. You mm-hmm. remember being little, but the because um, I know you love to do the the Paul. I don't do a very good Paul, but on Paul's solo album, mm-hmm. uh, he or solo um, concert album, yeah. the live one. Yeah. Do you remember the intro for this? I don't. He said, I wrote it down because you have to, this has to go in the repertoire. This okay. has to go in, in, the, in the Paul file. So he, he says um, that in New York, we had women and they used to walk around the city and they look so damn good. <laughs> and then he talks for a long time. And then here's the important part. He goes, they wore these shoes called candies. I figured they were called candies because when they were over my shoulders, I would bite them sometimes. <laughs> Which was almost a good joke. Yeah, almost. It was this close. It's this close. Yeah, he just know. needs a punch up there. Yeah, it just, he saturated it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, some of the stuff I'm going to read tonight is, uh, is on the Wikipedia page, so take it with a grain of salt. So the next song, Nothing to Lose, here's what it says about this. It says, this chronicles a singer coercing his girlfriend into trying anal sex and her subsequent enjoyment of it. That's true. That's true? A- a- anyone I've spoken to in the Kiss Army says that that's true. All right. And um, I have a joke about this song that I'll tell you <laughs> when the song's after we play it. All right, let's hear Nothing to Lose. I mean, now it's obvious, but it is, it is obvious now. Yes. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Except bowel control. <laughs> Sorry. The, uh, yep. That's, that's what it's about. No doubt about it. That is for sure what it's about. Yep. The, uh, it's so funny. Like when, when I first, like I joined the, columbia record and tape club and i that's when i got my first kiss albums and i would play them and my mom you thought that i was playing like the most hardcore devil music oh what is this noise and when you hear this this early kiss stuff it's literally like it's literally like something that they would play at the at 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 al's diner on happy days it's so yeah it's so pretty tame it's really tame it's it's good but it's tame i like this song better when eric singer sings it like currently, yeah, yeah, I, love I the like way when Eric, Eric comes in. It. Yeah, Eric's got a great voice. He really does. I love Eric's voice. I have that written a few times in here about some of the songs. But um, I think the best version is the MTV Unplugged. By the way, I think a lot of Kiss mm-hmm. fans. Uh, yeah, and there's some other songs that we'll be playing tonight that the versions on MTV Unplugged are, are so good. MTV yeah. Unplugged is the first time when I was really like, when I really watched and I was like, Kiss can really play their instrument. They're good. In, mm-hmm. They're good, especially Gene. I think Gene was really shined on that. Uh, show like Mm -hmm. i you take for granted sometimes because of all the tomfoolery that's up on stage that they actually can play and can sing yeah especially the rock bottom intro when you saw it live like that was really beautiful and um 
Yeah, I thought that was cool. It was like this. It was like the Kiss fan dream come true. Like, yep. Wouldn't it be cool if they all played together all and then it happened? And heads exploded all over the place. Got a little surprise for you tonight. <laughs> Got some friends of the family here. Not talk about mom and dad. Talk about E. Freely, Peter Chris. <laughs> you might have heard of them arguing backstage <laughs> earlier. <laughs> you might have heard them demanding more money and refusing to come out tonight. <laughs> and I love because during that, there's a guy that you hear in the audience yell, reunion tour. Uh-huh. It's so good. Uh-huh. It's so great. And then if you listen closely, you can hear a cha-ching go off. <laughs> ching when, when, when Gene <laughs> contemplates it. Gene starts to think a little bit. Uh, okay, number two, I mean, number three, song three, Firehouse. Mm-hmm. And we'll dedicate this to uh, Tom Neuerberg, our friend who is a retired fireman. He's an American hero. those ones where just all the words rhyme so you just mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. although they kind of it's like they kind of think a firehouse is a fire hose that's what i was gonna say <laughs> i think they meant fire hose and someone spelled it wrong and then it became firehouse or someone was like no 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 it can't be fire hose that's yeah, way fire way hose. too do you mean yeah. the truck do you mean the truck and the hose no bring the whole house <laughs> here. Bring the house why why that'll also catch fire. but it's brick Br- bring the dalmatian dog bring everything we like the pole the I like when Paul house. does Paul still put on a fireman's hat sometimes? Do they have the something they used to have the fire lights and Paul would put a fireman's hat on? I haven't seen him put the hat on, mm-hmm. but um, I you I have seen uh, Gene do the fire at the end yeah, of the firehouse, sure. which is usually when he would do the fire. On this tour, he's doing it at the end of War Machine, I think. Hmm. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I think it's War Machine. He does the fire. I think when I've seen them, I, they've done it after War Machine because I've never seen. I don't think I've seen them play this live. I, I've seen it a couple times, but it might be on the cruise. And on the cruise, they they do it, and then um, they do the sirens. But Paul doesn't put on a hat. But Gene, they couldn't do the fire on the ship, right, obviously, right, because yeah. you know we'll sink and die. So instead of doing the fire, um, Gene just went pretended like he had it okay. and went like that. <laughs> And it was just funny. They should put a candle in a cupcake and have them just blow that out. That's funny, but that's still fire. That's still fire. So you can't even have a can- candle. No. No like fire no at all. No happy birthday. No fire. I you, mean. You know who would love a cruise? Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> he would feel so safe there. Cruise <laughs> 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 that's, that's what Hotel Transylvania 3 is about, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Frankenstein goes on the Kiss Cruise. Um, this is one of my top five favorite Kiss songs, by the way. This is. Firehouse? In my top five. All right. I love Firehouse. He should spit out a mouthful of confetti. That's a good idea. <laughs> or glitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't do the blood on the cruise either. I don't know why that is, but. Because uh, it could be a medical emergency and they don't want to take any chances. Maybe. <laughs> Are we three for three? Because I think we're yeah. three for three. Yes. Right? 100%. All right. Next, we're moving on to track four. We got Cold Gin and written by Ace Freely. 
sung by Gene Simmons. Do you like gin? I don't like gin. Uh, I've had it. It maybe I drink it once a year. Is it? Do you it's drink okay. it? Is it cold? Is it a cold? Like would someone just pour no. gin in a cup? No, with I, ice. No, I've had it with a, a martini. A, a frat student that or, doesn't or, know how to drink. Or like yeah. a, a full-on alcoholic would yeah. drink cold gin. Hey, my parents have this old gin in the back. We don't. We don't they never. <laughs> they, they never, never use it. So we're just gonna. And they'll never know if it's gone. But yeah. what about gin and juice? We'll, we'll pour pine salt back in it. Gin and juice. I would but be okay with. But what's the juice? Is it orange? It's juice? orange juice typically. Okay. That's probably a little better because it's a little sweeter. Cold my, gin and juice. That'd be a good juice. like mashup. Mashup. Yeah. My friend. Uh, Mike Brandt, he used to, on everyone's 21st birthday, he would buy them a gin and juice, and he would also buy one for himself, because he's like, if it's good enough for Snoop Dogg, it's good enough for us. And then we would drink it, and he, every time he'd go, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> but he would do it every single, every person's birthday. It was I would probably need a ton of, I would probably need a half gallon of orange juice and then a shot of gin. Who's the person that told me the Ted Leo story? I think it was my friend Josh Kagan, but he went to, you know, Ted Leo, he went to see him. Is a songwriter singer, and he he, I, he was I talking about who Kiss, okay, and he was saying how much he loved Kiss, and that he and his friends didn't listen. You know, they listened to Kiss, and they went to a bar for the first time. They didn't know what to order, so they all ordered cold gin. Oh my god! <laughs> because they didn't know. <laughs> oh, they wasted their money. That Give night. me a firehouse. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a firehouse. Uh, cold gin. Let's hear it. You're slow in the queue tonight. Why are these not? Why are they not what? Every time I hit, like, it was doing this earlier, when I hit the space bar, it, like, won't play. There we go. Did it stop? Yeah, but just during that song. All right, I'll fix it. I'll uh, fix it in post. Uh, uh, man, the drums sound great on that. Classic. Wonder who played them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did want to say these these three albums. We can pretty much we pretty much know for sure that the original members play on all these albums. There's no side players. There's no sneaky stuff happening. This is really the band, which mm-hmm. I love. And, and that sounds great. The drums are recorded great. Peter sounds uh, great on the drums. Gene's vocal sounds good. I so, never knew this lyric in my whole entire life until right now. Which the one? girl next door, her lights are out, yeah. Mm-hmm. The landlord's gone, I'm down and out. I, I don't know what I thought oh. he said there. Well, if you ever go to see Ace um, perform, you know, which we did. Which we did, were there. Yep. He never sings Cold Gin. We do. Yeah. The audience sings right, it. Right, right. So. Because he doesn't know the lyrics either. Well, he just doesn't want to sing it at that point. Yeah. It's the end of the night. He's like, you guys already know this. Just sing it. If he was able to have a, <laughs> if he was able to have a cold gin, he would. But since he's not drinking, he right. doesn't he, sing about he drinking. He can't have a cold gin. So no. The song can refers have a cold to... Fresca. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cold fresca again. Uh, the song refers to the stimulating effect that cold gin supposedly has on the male sex drive. Hmm. That, that, that sounds like that doesn't sound made up. That sounds made up. No, it's just because he was drunk and likes gin. I mean, the song credits cold gin is the only thing that keeps the couple together in a troubled relationship. 
So yeah, he, he enablers. Can, they can tolerate each other when they're on when they have cool kind of gym. a sad song when you think about it that way. Oh, it is they, sad. Well, I guess it's cool because the heaters broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why you'd have hot gin. You want a hot <laughs> gin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the heaters broke and the cold. The gin's going to warm them up, uh, right? Oh yeah, the cold gin's so. going to. Well, he's so tired, so it might. I can boil up. some gin if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you'll boil the alcohol right off of it. Oh okay. All right. Hot All right. gin. Hey, Curly. <laughs> Uh, we're you four guys for- like cold gin. Here's this hot gin. <laughs> that is so funny. Are we four for four? Yes. All right, here we go. Let me know. Great bass on this one, too. I love when Paul and Jean will sing together. I do and, too. And they each take a verse. It's I love so it. great. That would be a great like karaoke duet. Yeah, that would be it? a really Let good one. Oh, yeah. Better I, than Summer Nights. That's a great song. I love that song. I do too. It's a great song. It's a, it's got that like Chuck Berry, that old rock and roll yep. thing that Jean loves so much. And they played, no, I'm sorry. They did not play this. They played Let Me Go Rock and Roll. But I've, I have heard them play this. That must have been very rare. It was. It was really exciting. People's heads were exploding. It was really fun. I, I wish Kiss would have done, like, uh, many, many years ago, Cheap Trick did, they would, like, book themselves into, like, uh, the House of Blues for three nights in a row. The first night, they would play their first album and then augment it with hits. Second mm-hmm. night, the second album. Third night, Heaven Tonight. And That would have been so cool to see Kiss do that with these first three albums, like, play them in their entirety. That would be really cool. That well, Ace did his whole solo album at the Kiss Expo And last, you saw that. Yeah, it was great, in December. That's pretty cool. It, it was really cool, did for the first rem- time ever. Did he sing all the songs, or did he let some of the band sing some of those? Uh, Matt sang one, and I believe Jeremy sang one also, and I remember he was really sick, and I, and I think Ryan sang one, too. But then Ace took the other ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, he didn't sing... What's the... Not Snowblind. There's another one about maybe it's Ozone. Yeah, it was either Ozone or Snowblind. He said, "I don't feel comfortable singing this because of the material." Wow, that's like what it's cool. about. Some either Matt or Ryan sang it. Oh my god, my memory's so bad. That's okay. But it was yeah. It you could say it. no one's going to check. No, I know. I mean, there was like <laughs> there were two thousand people there that, about. So that's whoever great. was there got to see it. Oh my god, it was so awesome. It was really cool. All right, moving on now. This is the this is the song that kicks off. Side two, here's something called kissing time.
<laughs> now, here's the thing. For me, I don't hate it, but it's not good. No, it doesn't fit in it this album fit. at all. It's like the first side is such a home run, and it's like, you think you like this? Well, we're going to take care of that right now. Well, and here's what I found out. Just tonight, this was not on the original pressing. Oh, okay. They added this after, uh, after the album wasn't doing well. The studio made them go back in and record this. This was a hit to make for, it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was a hit for uh, who was it? Bobby uh, Rydell. Bobby Rydell. So yeah, in, in, in '59. So in by all means, go go record a 20 year old song. Yeah, and put it on this album that doesn't fit with the with the, your look. Well, or they your were going to do my Bonnie lies over the ocean, but they thought me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Froggy went a courting. I think they're going to do. But um, <laughs> so and now, and I guess there's obviously pressings where this song isn't on the album. So side two would have kicked off with Deuce. That which is, is awesome. Much better. Yes. I can't believe they dropped. Why didn't they put this at the end of the album then? Why would they put it at the beginning of side two? Probably but, because if, if people bought it, then they would flip to side two and you could immediately uh, hear the yeah. song that they were trying to find yeah. promote all right well i'm gonna say we're it's like up. when bad company did bad company like that's cool like i realize they're trying to put the word kiss in yeah. here and they were just like uh, all right how about this one like that's what it seems like <laughs> couldn't find it. there was no google back then true what about daddy boy <laughs> no, well, no it doesn't have kiss in it peter and eventually oh. they did do uh and she kissed me yep um which i don't really like that cover either but that's another time that's another mm-hmm. album well they put that at the end yeah that's Didn't true they? yes yeah. they did uh deuce Deuce. Don't know what it's about. No idea. Nope. Now, it says on Wikipedia, Gene doesn't even know what the lyrics mean. No. I th- here's how I always took it. I took it as, um, I took it as he's worth a deuce, so we're going to have sex twice tonight. Oh, okay. That's how I took it. <laughs> yeah. Because your man's working hard. He deserves a reward. Ladies, in this 1974, that's how you rewarded your man. It could also <laughs> be a song about anal sex. I guess well. so, yeah. It could be nothing yep. to lose. And then just in case you didn't get the hint on that hint, first one, yeah. let's do a song called Deuce. Deuce. About the we, second. We didn't get hole. to the <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we didn't get to the part, but I love when Paul says, Do it. Me too. <laughs> do it. He does it at the be- he does it throughout the song live. Yeah. Like because the audience wants to say do it. Yeah. You know? So um, but yeah, that's that's a great song. It's a classic. It's that is a classic. Kiss song. It's still in the Dance set list, moves. right? Was that in the set list this time? Deuce was in the set list. All right, here we go. Boy, side two suffers a little bit because of uh, this shit sandwich we have. <laughs> it's kissing time, Deuce. Deuce is the meat. The meat's good. And then love theme from Kiss. Mm-hmm.
I mean, it just it just doesn't. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't I don't, go anywhere. It doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. I don't hate it, but it just doesn't belong here. No, it. It. I mean, Kiss fans are really into it. Mm-hmm. I guess because it was the first instrumental and maybe the only one, isn't it? It said yeah, and I think it, it's the only it's the only song credited to all four original members. Okay, so. Well, and it says love theme from Kiss appeared in the 2010 movie Somewhere, directed by Sophia Copeland. So, oh, so you Coppola. know, it's, so you know, it's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's that's a very odd pick. Like who who told her she didn't know about this song? Someone had to bring that to her. It's crazy. It was her wedding song, so she figured <laughs> she put it in the film. You know, Gene's band. Not to keep talking about them because they're all so awesome, but they convinced Gene to play this. When are they, they were still Gene's band, or are they're they... Ace's band and Gene's band? Are they now? Are they going to have to choose sides because I, of all the hullabaloo? I don't, I don't know. They have. I don't know. But no, they're working with Ace right now. Mm-hmm. They're touring with Ace right now, and obviously Gene's very busy. So, um, <laughs> Gene's Gene's with his band. Yeah, Gene's with the other band. Although, man, this band, oh, they made so many songs better. I guess we'll get to that later. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they played it, and everybody's people were pretty into it. It was more for them. They're huge Kiss fans. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're like beyond. Like they're like up there. So, well, let's. Uh, we're gonna close this album out super strong. Let's nope. hear what. What do you mean, close it out? I mean, well, with, the well, last with, two. with the last two. Oh, with the last two. With I was like, two. wait, what? No, there's two more. We're going to close it out strong. I think we are. Maybe you guys disagree. Let's find out. 100,000 years. Kiss songs, though, I don't know what the lyrics are about. Was he gone for 100,000 years? Did he go out one day and then he didn't come back for 100,000 years? Yeah, I think it's supposed to seem like that. Or or he's apologizing for how long Love Theme from Kiss seems. (laughs) (laughs) Beat me to it. Um, No, I I, uh, don't really like this song, and I can't believe that this is the deep cut they chose from every Mm -hmm. album from the golden era to play on this tour. Yeah. I mean, Eric has an awesome drum solo, and it's great, but it's already like a whatever kind of song, I think. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, they're playing 100,000 years. Like, <laughs> they want people to go to that merch table. Yeah, they do. That's a good t- This is a go-to-the-bathroom song, although you don't want to miss Eric's drum solo, because it is yeah, awesome. Yeah, Eric's great. It is amazing. Um, Hurry up and get a t-shirt. We're going to play 100,000 years. <laughs> yeah, it's it feels like it's 100,000 years. It is a long, it is a long version. They should have put like a, Kiss should have put like a, a pull up on the uh, website and listed like these are some deep cuts we might play no no because that would mean the fans would decide what they get to do are you crazy no one's gonna tell kiss what so to do. so you don't like a hundred thousand years i mean no one's gonna tell paul stanley what to do um no no i don't do you I, like it kyle um i thought i did when i was looking at this list and then when we were listening to it eh, not as much it's just okay I, I actually think you both swayed me off of it too it's just not i always think like the lyrics are so bad it's like it's like, it would be great if he said this like every time he came out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far. Okay. I'm sorry, I've taken so long. I can't do it. You do it. But, uh, 
I can't do it now either. I can't do it at all. The uh, so well, side one is uh, is killer, and side two is lacking a bit. Mm-hmm. Is what we're saying. It just trails off a little. Trails bit. off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's really it's it's going to only really have two songs we mm-hmm. love, which will be Deuce and hopefully the next one. Mm-hmm. Okay, closes out strong with uh, with uh, Peter gets uh, to sing some lead on this one. This is uh, Black Diamond. Los Angeles area, there's a <laughs> there is a, a plumbing company known called Mike Diamond, and every time I see that truck, I say to myself, "Woohoo, Mike Diamond!" I do that now because I of you. It. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, this album, by my count, let me see. I'm going to tell you, we liked all five of the first song, and we like Deuce, and we like Black Diamond. And Kiss still plays Black Diamond at the end yeah. of the before the encore. This is their last song. Thank so, God, not the whole thing where it trails off and goes in slow motion right. for two hours. But if we're giving it, if we're giving it a number according to the songs we like, this album would be a seven out of ten because we don't really like Kiss in Time. No, we don't like Love Theme from Kiss. I kind of like Love Theme. Okay, it's it's the theme song to a, a Kiss podcast that I love. Okay, called Podcast, and so I guess it makes me happy. It makes, makes me you think ha- of okay. that. So it's all right. And, okay, let's go. We'll give it an eight. Is it a, that a fair rating? Eight out of ten on this album. Uh, the first Kiss album is a ten, even though it has some of these clunkers in the side two. It's fine. The other ones are so good that they overpower. You say they over. They take it over. I Kyle, think they what do you do. say? I say I give it an eight. This is a six. <gasps> this is a six. Yeah, because Strutter's great. Back Nothing in my to car. lose is great. <laughs> I'm Fire. gonna drive four four hours home. Yeah. I don't really like Firehouse. I'm never what? been a huge fan of Cold Gin. It's okay. <gasps> oh my god. Um, Let me know is great, and then I like Deuce, and I like Black Diamond, and throw out wow. the other three. How do you not like Cold Gin? Oh my gosh. I well we're we're talking. Like there 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 are other songs hot I like gin. better than Cold Gin. Okay. That, that Gene sings and I always get a little disappointed when that's in the set list because yeah. I'm always like oh well then it's it takes the place of something else I feel the same with Unholy like I'm not a huge oh unholy. I love Unholy that is my friend Craig Gass's favorite Kiss song oh my is unholy. god Unholy is maybe because maybe because Cool Jen or Unholy I always feel takes the place of God of Thunder and that's my favorite Kiss song I see well Cold Jen live I like, I mean, it's really, really fun live. Yeah, it is. It's such a fun song live. So I think on the album, it's like, you know, it's good. Yeah. But then when you see it in the show, it's such a fun song to just rock out to. And even mm-hmm. when Ace doesn't sing it and plays yeah. it and we sing it, that's fun too. I'm, a, I'm surprised that Kiss still sings Cold Gin because it's, 
penned by Ace Frehley. They do. Well, they yeah. don't. Tommy doesn't do Shock Me. I've seen him do it before. Yeah, I've seen him do it too. And he's got such a great voice. You know, and really, he and Eric are the only ones singing live up there. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Um, but <laughs> not, not even Gene? Mostly. 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 Because okay. right. when we saw Gene he was, a couple years ago. We saw the, the last time we saw Kiss was when Def Leppard was opening for Kiss. We okay. saw him at the Forum. And yeah, I was Gene there. Gene was killer. Mm-hmm. He was great. That was the best I've ever seen Gene. And Paul was about a 6 out of 10, but I still gave the show a 10 because... You know, even though they opened with Psycho Circus, <laughs> I like that song. Though. Oh my, oh my god, I hate it! I hate Psycho Circus. Real quick on Unholy. When I first heard Unholy, I thought, yes, Gene has a new signature song. Oh, for Unholy, yeah. yeah. I am the incubus. I lay the egg in you, the one that burrows through your brain. I love it. Is that the lyric? I think so. All right, we're moving on. We uh, we 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 love the album, but we're, yes. we we differ on the. Uh, on the uh, on the number, mm-hmm. you don't even love the album. Cause six. Yeah, I mean it's fine, All but right. there's you know half those I'm not not a huge fan of. All right, the next album came out the same year, about six months later, October. No, mm-hmm. eight months. How and many it, months are there in a year? Irish it, twins. Ten months. It irritates me because when you put it in into iTunes, because of that, the name of this album starts with an H. It puts it above Kiss. Yeah. In the order, it's well, annoying. You can go into sorting and you got to sort it yourself, Kyle. And fix it out. That seems so. like an OCD thing that you might have. <laughs> a little bit. The uh, Hotter Than Hell is again produced by Kenny Kerner and Richie Wise. I, I think the first album sounds great, and um, this is the album that I don't listen to that much for some reason. Like I don't pull this one out and listen to. Is it, it. it because the cover will make you go blind? Let me see. Now. I it's- love Paul grabbing Peter's ass. <laughs> It's amazing. Oh my God, yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, it's not a good cover. Well, there's it's like weird. fingers drawn on it. It, look, like, it looks like a bootleg. It yeah. Kind of, it does look like a bootleg. I do like the font for Hotter Than Hell. Yeah, it looks like one of those crappy t-shirts they're selling on the street outside the forum for $5. <laughs> that is kind of what it looks like. Wait, when I was growing up, the t-shirts they showed, sold outside were horrible. Like now you can sometimes find now a they're decent okay. one. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The they're technology so has increased. Yeah. But, uh, okay, let's get into some Hotter Than Hell. Ten songs. We're going to kick it off with Got to Choose. Production seems heavier on this album, at least on this song. To kick it off, the production seems a little beefier, a little, I don't know. Hmm. Like it doesn't, the other album sounds really crystal clear. Like all mm-hmm. the, everything is like crystal clear. You can hear the bass and the drums and the vocals and the guitar. And this sounds a little bit more maybe. Like m- muffled. Muffled or yes. mu- muddy maybe. I've always thought that. There's like almost like a weird, like, 
I don't know, like not like static, but mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's weird too. Cause the same two guys produced it. So maybe it depends on where they produced it and what they were doing. What do you think of got to choose? Love it. Kyle. I think this is a very forgettable song. Oh, it's just like, Oh boy. It's just middle. Like it's, it's, it's worse than being a bad song because it's just it's just fine. It's whatever. I don't know that it's a good song to kick off an album. No, it starts out too slow, but yeah. it's a good live song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will give you that. I like I like it better yeah. li- hearing it live when I'm there than listening yeah. to it on an album. It's oh. okay, the studio version. All right, let's move you on. You can't kick it off and with maybe Parasite. It's, maybe it's the production. Maybe. You don't think it, you can kick it off with it, Parasite? No, it's, it's too yeah. much. Like, ah! <laughs> it's, just, it's too much. What about We're, if you kicked off side two with Parasite? That's cool. Okay. Maybe they should have kicked the album off with the title track, Hotter Than That's now, what maybe. I think. Yeah. I think so, too. Such a great opening. Okay, we're going to get to that, but right now, Parasite, written by Ace Freely, lead vocals by Gene Simmons. is so great that's so cool it's pretty cool I I just cannot stand this song though like this is my go to the bathroom song yeah Mm -hmm. there's lyrically there's not there's only like there's three lines of chorus three lines of chorus it's very minimalistic and Mm -hmm. I I guess that's because it's Ace at the time well I think Ace wrote it for his own voice yeah and then didn't it's very talky you know Kyle yeah that one's I mean I actually think that showcases Gene's bass playing ability more mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. But right. I, I, I like it. All right, moving on. I th- maybe this will be the first, uh, the first one we all love. Going blind? Let's find out. Let's listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. Already I'm getting some pushback. <laughs> It's creepy knowing that the co-writer is was arrested on child pornography charges. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Really? Who's the co-writer? Stephen Cornell? Yeah. And uh, oh. as of March 3rd, just released. No. All right, ladies, he's back on the market. 
<laughs> swipe right or is it left? Which way oh, do I he's swipe? Play, he's planning on moving to Florida, so that, right. seems, that uh, seems right. That seems right. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, to back, <laughs> to backtrack oh real quick, Kyle, uh, it says Ace Freely plays the bass guitar on Parasite. Oh, that's, well, that's probably why it sounds so awesome, yeah. maybe. Yeah. All right, Going Blind is uh, kind of an icky song. It's okay. It's, it's I'm 93, nice you're 16. I'm 93, you're 16. That's pretty, yeah, I wonder if that, I'm going blind from looking at child porn. Maybe that's, <laughs> you should poke his eyes out with a hot poker just mm-hmm. for even. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jeez. This, is, this song is way better on Kiss Unplugged. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. A million times. Like it's, yes. it's yes, meant it to be is. acoustic and it's just kind of goes nowhere. There are a couple songs this on this one. album that are way better on Kiss Unplugged. Absolutely. Coming Home, mm-hmm. Coming Home. Yeah. When um, Coming Home, we're going to get to that, but when, when, when I watched Kiss Unplugged, I was so, again, unfamiliar with this album, even at the time, I thought Coming Home was a brand new song. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I didn't oh my know God. It. I didn't it know sounded this album so, It sounded so fresh. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this song? They wrote a new song. Mm-hmm. They're back. But uh, okay, so I, where are we now, right? We're, we got three songs in. How are we feeling? It's not as good as the I first think album. It's mixed for us on this. And it's not as good as the first album. No. Not the first three. No. 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 All right, let's go with the Paul classic, Hotter Than Hell. Yeah, let's go, let's go with the thing that should have kicked off the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It kind of has that strutter feel. It does. I think you might have to call the firehouse when that lady is over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come uh, on, hey, bring that firehouse over here. <laughs> I always like li- pick up lines in songs that would never work in real life. You're, like, you're not going to go up and say, "Lady, oh lady, can I take you home?" No, no one's ever said that to me. <laughs> like, yeah, hold on, lady. let me get my, let me grab my base. But wait a minute, there's just, but there's so much we could do. Um, <laughs> this says here that Richie Wise shouldered the blame for the album Subpar Sonics. Hmm. Saying, for whatever reason, when I moved from New York to California, my head wasn't in the right place. And it was more of a chore than it was out of love. And my heart and soul didn't get there. Wow. I don't remember having so any So basically, I didn't give time. a shit. Yeah, way to go, Richard <laughs> yeah. Wise. This song sounds cleaner to me, though. It's the yeah. first song that it's really sounds clean. It's the first song clean. that sounds better, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe. But still not, a, no, still not as clean as the first no, album. No, the first album is mm-hmm. still like... Like after listening to those clips that we listened to the first album, like I would want to go listen to that whole album tomorrow, and hot and hotter than hell isn't making me feel like that. I, I feel I like, like this album. I mean, I guess we're getting there, but um, I like hotter than hell the song. Yeah, I like the song. And yes, we all agree it should have gone up top, but uh, that's another song. They played this at the show mm-hmm. that you guys were yeah, at yeah. for him. All right, let's move on with "Let Me Go Rock and Roll." Rock and roll.
lyrics make no sense to me at all. Mm-mm. The it's word a, baby is like 50 times. Yeah, baby gets tired, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Let's take it line by line, folks. Baby. Let's analyze this. Baby gets tired. Is that his lady? He's calling her baby. Or is that a real baby? Is he, baby? is he babysitting? Is he babysitting? No, I think he's referring to himself in the third person. Okay, so baby. So he baby gets, gets tired, tired, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Your mother tells you baby has to show. What's that mean? Your mm-hmm. mother tells you baby has to show. I don't maybe like look good or <laughs> I don't know. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then let me go. What rhymes with go? I don't show. <laughs> it's just like, you know what? All the words you're saying sound good with this music. So just keep saying those words. Yeah, and it's one of those songs you can't memorize the lyrics because it doesn't go in the right direction. Like it, it jumps all over yeah, the place. it's not telling it's you not anything. It's not like a sentence. <laughs> right, It's not right. even a sentence. And then the next, le- the next uh, is, because uh, baby's got the feeling, baby wants a show, baby won't you tell me, baby rock and roll, yeah, yeah. Those are not good lyrics. I think but, a caveman wrote this song. But the, but baby wants a show. Mm, baby mm. wants show. Baby wants. Oh, it's show. Animal. animal. Yeah, animal, it's from, animal from the Muppets. Baby get tired. Everybody know. <laughs> See, your mother tell me, baby, got the show. Yeah, I yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to think I loved this song, and now I look, look read these lyrics, and I'm like, boy, they're playing this on the tour. All right. They are. I do like this song. Mm-hmm. The music's good, and that like, that little mm-hmm. solo lick is good in there. Yeah, like when when we're talking about the lyrics, it doesn't make any sense, but when I'm hearing it in the song, I don't mind it. No. Okay. The uh, drumming, the drums are cool, too, in this. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't know what the drums are cool means, but. <laughs> the, the drums are cool. The drums That's are cool. Exactly. That's a great t-shirt. The drums are cool. Mm-hmm. Baby wants a show. How is, uh, how's Tommy Thayer on the tour? Is he, does he. Is he putting some of himself in it, or is he, or is he just trying to play the licks the way Ace played them? I'm the wrong person to ask that. <laughs> I would not be able to tell. I know there's people that can tell, mm-hmm. but I figure, you know, Tommy came from a Kiss cover, cover band, band, yeah, and then he's already a great guitar player, yeah. so he already he's already been playing these songs for so he's been playing them longer than Ace, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, more often anyway. So. Um, and I he, don't know. I mean, I think he's wonderful. I think he definitely has his own personality. He's not doing Ace. He's okay. doing Tommy. And, um, you know, they they don't do the smoking guitar or anything, but he does do the, you know, shooting the sparks oh, out cool. of the guitar. Okay. That's part of the show. It is. And they do it at the end of Cold Gin, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Keep that a, gin up. Yeah. Some sparks. <laughs> he, he, look, he looks like a transformer on this tour. He's like a oh, big yeah, like a metal. Cool yeah, he does. It, it looks like cool. a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only down, the only problem with Tommy Thayer is that he's so hideous looking. <laughs> Just ugly. He's a good looking dude. You know, so I saw him. Ugly. He's. I believe he's the best looking guy to ever be in Kiss. No, it's Eric Singer. Wow. Eric Singer is hot. Eric is hot. I'm so embarrassed to say this right now. Sorry, Eric, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not. You're really nice. I also find you very attractive. But um, he, uh, I saw him at the airport and I didn't mean Tommy? to. Yeah. I, I'm not a starstruck person. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like get, yeah. you know, but I was at the airport with my mom and sister and he just, and he's so obviously a rock star with the hair and the jacket. The hair is gorgeous. Right. And I know they were just in Vegas based on Keith LaRue's posts about mm-hmm. the new set. This was like when they were before the tour started and he goes by and I went, Oh my God, it's Tommy there from kiss. Like I just said it like super loud. <laughs> Did he turn? 
Well, I don't think he heard me, but my sister goes, oh my God, you're so embarrassing. Uh, I hate coming to the airport with you. And I go, so stupid. Sorry, I go, but it's Tommy Thayer from Kiss. And, and then she goes, oh my God, you said that so loud. That was so embarrassing. I go, your sister sounds fun. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> two so seconds what? Late, two seconds later, your sister goes, oh my God, Wayne Newton. Exactly. No, it's like, <laughs> if Mick Jagger was there, she'd be like, oh my God, Mick Jagger. You know, I mean, he wouldn't be able to hear her because he's 97, but Tommy, I mean, he he's looks not, like a rock. Even if yep, he didn't say yep. that's Tommy Thayer from Kiss, you go, there's a rock star. Like he just looks. Yeah. It's the hair. It's everything. That, Perfect and, hair. Yep. Mick Jagger's 97. Your sister's 16. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to side two with a song written by Gene. Lead vocals by Gene. This is called All the Way. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I love this song. I do too. And it's recorded well. This is mm-hmm. the first song that sounds like it could be on the first Kiss album. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics make sense. I know what he's talking about. And uh, I really like this one. What about you? Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it's not, it, again, it's not, none of these are any of my favorites. Yeah. But I do enjoy it. This, this is like one if they played it on the tour, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But this is one if you said, uh, can you name the 10 songs on Hotter Than Hell? This is the one, this is one of the ones I would forget it's on oh, Hotter yeah. Than Hell. But it's good. Yeah. It's a great it's a great pop song. It's really poppy. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that would play well on Gene's solo album. Like I could hear this yeah, yeah, yeah. on the solo album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm like, glad it's a kiss song. I love this that's song. That's how I feel with Parasite and and like Ace's solo album. It uh-huh. seems like it would go on. Oh that, yeah. It's like similar to how those songs are. All right, moving on to watching you. Another Simmons written and Simmons sung song. This is a very gene heavy album. This whole album. It kind of is, yeah. We know which uh, song is Kyle's least favorite. He actually got up and walked away during that one. This song (laughs) makes Kyle make a poopy. This song uh, is the Get Up and Pee song, I guess, is uh, Watching You. Is it a Get Up and Pee song for you? That song's okay. I mean, uh, it's all right. Some music writer recently did a whole thing about what he thinks the best songs on each album are. And Mm -hmm. obviously it's, you know, you can never say what the best is. Right, right. But he said he thought Watching You was the best song on this album. 
Yeah, it's always like, is that your favorite song or do you think it's the best song? Right. So musically, I don't have that ear. I can't think like a musician and go, oh, this arrangement is so cool with this and the that. Like, yeah. I don't think that way. I just think of how it makes me feel. And this song is such a, it's a dude song. It's a nice, it's a good chorus. It's not the mm-hmm. best lyrics, you know, but, um, and Gene, you know, Gene sounds okay. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's, those, those type of things are really hard because you have to really be honest with yourself. Like, you have to say, like, okay, this isn't my favorite, but it is the best, or, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, vice exactly. versa. It's really hard to do that. But you were saying how this it's is... It's like when you have a comic you don't like personally, and you're like, oh, that he's such... But he's really funny. Such a, yeah, really, he's such an asshole, but yeah, he's really funny. funny. <laughs> or if there's a comic that's not funny, but you really like him, so you're like, he's, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, you don't even go there. You just <laughs> leave it out. Leave it, you just leave it. Um, so hey, yeah, do anything for you. He'd do anything for you. Hey, he'll give you, he'll give you a ride to the gig. He's a good person. He's a good person. Gene has five lead vocals on this. Paul has three mm-hmm. and Peter has two. So yeah, this is a Gene, this is definitely Gene heavy in that regard. All right, let's move on. This is Peter's first uh, vocal appearance. Peter sings. Finally. Yeah, this is great, right? It's in my top five. Of all Kiss songs. Of all Kiss songs. It is also my husband's favorite Kiss song. I think the Peter lead vocals on these first three albums he has some killer songs that should have been in the set list i mm-hmm. mean you know much more than you know I, i'm not a fan of dirty living or hooligan i i like hooligan it. but this song this is killer should have been yeah and uh, you know i have to give props to paul because paul wrote this mm-hmm. and obviously paul could have said well i'm singing this because he wrote it yeah. but they gave it to peter because peter did have a cool rock singing voice back then love peter's voice. so let's hear a uh, mainline Yeah, that's definitely one of the best songs on this album. For sure. Without a doubt. Yeah, for without sure. Without a doubt. So good. It's great. I'm surprised Paul didn't want to sing it, but that's exactly in the wheelhouse of what Peter likes. Like that kind of, it's kind of like a 50s rock and roll song, kind of. It is. Yeah, so. It's got that sound. Yeah, Eric, I've seen Eric sing it, and it's great. It's like the highlight of the show for me. I yeah, love Eric it. Eric would do a great job on oh this Oh my too. God, he kills it. It's so good. I, I, I wish it was like a regular part of their set, but it's a, it's a cruise set. How much input do you think Tommy and Eric did? Eric, Tommy None, and Eric have any, zero. have any? No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Well, Eric finally got to sing Beth. He even pushed that for that for a long too. time. Yeah, they just they just nod. They just okay. He has to sing Beth though. This is the end of the, this is the road. Farewell. Yeah, they, ha- they got to. They have to. I would love it if they would have put Hard Luck Woman in there. I love Hard Luck Woman so much. It's a great one, too. Such a great one. But Beth is like the, I love Kiss, I love Rock and Roll Night, and Beth. You know, <laughs> like those are the two songs people right. say. I remember a friend of mine saying that. She's like, you're going on the Kiss Cruise? Oh, my God. And this friend of ours goes, I don't know Kiss. Like, I don't know. What songs do they think? She goes, mm-hmm. Beth. You've never heard Beth? I'm like, that's the song you're going to use to go, <laughs> have you heard of this band? No one's going to go, oh, yeah, them from Beth, you know. 
They right. uh, Kiss played a stripped down show uh, in the afternoon before one of the uh, what was the football team again? The, the, the LA, LA Kiss. Kiss. And uh, only season ticket holders could get in. And a friend of mine had season tickets, but he couldn't go, so he gave me his four tickets oh, to the show. Cool. So it was me and Kyle and Travis Kennedy and, and James, James Alvarez. Alvarez. And we're in line, and they kept saying, "Where they sing Beth?" And I'm like, "No, dude, they don't no. sing." Every song they asked if they would sing, and I said no. They sang. They did Beth. Yes. No way. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. And they were, and they didn't have makeup on. They were just like jeans and button-down shirts. And Tommy sat for most. Of, he sat in the stool for most of the show. And, and they Gene were, was like joking around. Gene was really like, funny joking around. Like maybe this is what you get when you go on the uh, cruises and see some yes, of the stuff. Those acoustic shows, like before the that they used to do mm-hmm. before, which they're not doing at all on yeah. this tour for obvious reasons. Right. But um, <laughs> they uh, for many reasons. Yeah. But we don't know. But uh, yeah. but they were saying, oh, Tommy's a serious musician. He's going to sit the whole set. Yeah, and then at one really point, funny. then one point he stood up and they're like, oh, he's getting up. He's standing up. It was oh, so that's funny. funny. And then um, Paul said something about, um, Gene, how can people get a bass like you have? He goes, well, you can buy it uh-huh. <laughs> for $1,000. They were really having a good time. It was really cool. That's good. And one of those days they were getting along. One of those days. <laughs> it was just one of those days. All right. Next song, track nine, written by Fraley and Stanley. Lead vocals by Stanley. This is Coming Home. The, the production ruins the song. It sounds, was, sounds like they recorded it on the bus on the way home. I mean, that's why go listen to the unplugged version that kicks off that show. This is a great song. It's and, a great song. And man, does the production ruin this song. It's muffled. It's so... I, I hate just, this version. A, it sounds like a bad demo. Yeah, it's it does. It really sounds like bad. a demo. It sounds like someone's playing it like on a speaker through a tin can through I, a string and then I'm yeah. listening yes, to it. Yes, that's yeah. the same thing I was thinking. That's so funny, you're Kyle. Like, you're just sitting there like, yeah, this is, the new Kiss album is great. I'll come over when I'm not grounded and listen to it. <laughs> it's really sad. This is this is this is really sad for Paul because this is a great song and it just doesn't work here. It's so good. The lyrics are great. This is one yeah. of those Kiss songs where you don't make fun of the lyrics. No, you don't. They're actually very, very good. And it's a great melody and it's, yeah, this is a good one. This is one I've, yeah, this is a good acoustic one I've seen. It's weird because it's in the, it's kind of about the same thing and it's in the same position as a hundred thousand years. Yeah. That's true. But still, it's been a month or two since I was sleeping with you. I'm coming home again. I mean, it's like, hey, we're off the road here. I I can't wait to come home and see you. It's just, it's like a nice song. It is. It's relatable. It's nice. It's not like, hey lady, hey lady, you want to come over and spend the night? (laughs) What was the other one? Sorry. Paul's (laughs) Paul's songs are more about... I said, lady, can I take you home? (laughs) Paul's, I find that Gene's songs are more about the sex. Uh And Paul's songs have, at, at their core, 
it's like a, they're love songs in a way that he seems like he's with one lady and Gene's song seems like I'm with every lady. Paul's going to call you the next day. Yeah. Gene is not. Gene's no way. Doesn't Gene even have your not. number. No. Hey, I'm going to come home to you. Hey, who wants me to throw it in their ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deuce. All right. Uh, Ace writes, we have a lady here. How dare you? Oh, please. Come on. All right. She's no lady. That's my wife. No, my I didn't even get to say that my my joke, which was about d- nothing to lose, which is so dirty and disgusting, and I can only do it for Kiss fans. But I say uh, I talk about the meanings of the songs, and I was like, we all know nothing to lose is about anal sex, and Love Gun is about Paul's penis, and the song Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell is about Gene's taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good one. Kiss fans would love it. Kiss fans like it. Other people don't know what I'm talking about. They'll do Google it, people. (laughs) Google it and laugh. Uh, Okay, we're closing it out with Strange Ways, written by Ace, sung by Peter. Let's hear what we got. How are we going to close out Hotter Than Hell? think this might have been a better song for gene to sing lead on Mm because it's got like kind of an evil thing Uh uh-huh it does um i don't it's it's this version is it's produced so badly because when you hear this song live it's like this is a good song like i always hated strange ways and then i saw it live especially when with ace's band with jeremy asbrock singing it yeah yeah i mean that made me love the song i i think it's I have it on my Facebook if anyone's interested. I recorded Jeremy singing this. Check it out. Go find it. It's so good. It's it, it's like a completely different song. This is um to see now when we well, before we started listening to this album, I said this is the one that I never pick up and listen to, and now I think I know why. This is um it's the production. It's not great. No. no. It it's a cool song, but yeah. it's yeah. But this album as a whole, Kyle, I'm I'm afraid this to ask. A- Sophomore slump, if I ever saw one. <laughs> it's going, like, should be called going deaf. <laughs> That's what I feel. It's all muffled. Yeah, it's uh, they should the the record label should have worked the first album more instead of trying to get them in the studio ten months later and pump out a second album. Mm-hmm. But what would you give this on a scale of one to oh, ten? A four. A four. Let me see. If the other one's a six, this is easily a, a four. Because look, because like I like Mainline, I like. Let Me Go Rock and Roll, I like Hotter Than Hell. I mean, All The Way was good. Yeah. I, Parasite's good. But then, like, Going Blind and uh, Coming Home are way better yeah. on Unplugged. Yep. But it, but just going to this and not knowing those songs, I w- I'd be like, I don't, these sound terrible. Yeah, this would still this would still be a Kiss album that I wouldn't pick up and listen to. Mm-hmm. This, like, the other one made me, the first one made me was like, oh, I'll, I'll go back and listen to this. And then this one makes me just want to listen to <laughs> The first one Unplugged. again. Yeah, or the first album yeah. again. 
What what can you say, Courtney? I know. Is it hard for you to? Uh, will your kiss fans, your kiss people, get mad if you? No. If you say no, everyone how you has feel? an opinion. No, yeah. no, not at all. I, I I I actually individually have most of these songs in different versions. Different versions. Like I song, don't like these versions yeah, very this, much. This, this album except is not, mainline. Yeah, this album's just not produced well. No, it's it, not. It does a disservice to some of these songs these for are sure. Great songs on here. I actually, yeah. I'm a nine on this. I really love this, and I would just you're only, a nine on this album. Yes, the way I am. The, the songs are the versions that the we just songs. Heard. You know, it's and one take, to ten, right? Yeah, is the scale okay? But hang on. The reason why is I'm only taking off one for the production because okay. I like every single song really except watching you. I don't okay. really love. So I guess eight and a half then. Because I still love all these songs. Okay. I really do. I'll make you a mix, Kyle, with like different versions of these songs. Okay. And I, I'm not kidding. I think it'll, it might change your mind a little okay. bit because it, it is a, dis, whoever this person was, was, who's like, oh, I was going from New York to LA and you know, I just didn't feel it. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I mean, you were handed like gold songs. Yeah. Do your job. Well, you, you had one job. You know, I just wasn't feeling it. Well, it's like, God, they should do this again. At least tell us you have tinnitus or something. Yeah, yeah tell exactly. Us something's wrong with you. Yeah, like my, yeah, something horrible had to have happened. I like was going through one of our like songwriters. Second divorce or whatever. Yeah, or the guy I hired to write the songs is a pedophile. So <laughs> that's caused a problem, you know, whatever. So yeah, I just feel bad for Kiss because they, they handed them such, such great songs yeah. and then it came out just like, okay. All right, let's move on to, this came out in March March 19th, 1975. Today's the 20th while we're recording this. So this album is, what, 44 years old yeah. as of yesterday. But mm -hmm. it looks 41. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this album cover a lot. I think it's yeah, really... Yeah, I have a, a t-shirt with the with them in these, like this, this picture on it. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. cool looking. I, I like jeans wearing clogs. I love the clogs. This is my favorite album cover besides Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, Dynasty. Just about there's something about Dynasty that's hypnotic. <sighs> Dynasty. But I like that they're in suits with the makeup. It's yeah, it's cool. It's, it's just very it's, cool. It's very neat. And um, it'd be funny if they played like a part of a show dressed if, like if that. If they came out like this, like makeup and then in yeah. suits, it'd be funny. I think they did on one one of the Kiss cruises because it was the Dress to Kill theme. So the oh. photos with the band were in the suits. Oh, that's, that's great. Really cool. It, that's it was really very cool. cool. It was very cool. All right, this one is produced by Neil Bogart. He was the president, I think, of Casablanca Casablanca, Records. and also the and Neil Bogart Foundation for the Children's Hospital, which my sister has been a volunteer for forever. Oh, wow. Yep. And they raise money for a, the Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. And Neil Bogart, he's no longer with us. He, right? he's, you know, he passed, yeah. Rock and Peace, Neil Bogart. Yes, also yeah. co-produced by Kiss. So they're going to have a little bit more say in the studio this time. Yeah, let's after see. the last one, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. So let's see, let's <laughs> so, see if it so works. So they immediately say one Peter song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paul's like, hey, I want to sing a lot more on this next album. But let's kick it off with a Paul song called Room Service. Lady calls and asks him 
This might be the number one Kiss song that I make fun of. Oh, me too. It makes it, me laugh the, every time. But I do enjoy it. I really do like it's it. It's a cute song. Yeah. And uh, and Gene, Baby, Gene would never, Gene would never let order room service. No. Don't touch the and remember, don't touch the mini bar. Yeah, don't, Peter and Ace, don't touch the mini bar. Everything's weighted. <laughs> don't even bump into it. Don't go near it. Did anyone give Peter's fifteen dollar per diem today? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I used it to buy jacks. <laughs> and the, um, oh, how do I not get that? He's, I just, he's dumb jacks? like a dumb kid. Oh, there's oh like, <laughs> jacks. I get it now. Sorry. The, uh, Four hour drive. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and the, the production's already way better than, mm-hmm. than it was on the Oh, Hard for sure. Because yeah, Bogart's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> he cares. He's got, he's, he's invested in the band because this is, this is his record label. What if that guy was like, hey guys, uh, I know, I know we're recording an album, but I could really use some help moving. And they were like, no. And then it took him like three months. <laughs> uh, moving on to Two Timer, written by Gene, sung by Gene. sink my teeth into these lyrics because they, they make sense. I understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, so far, so good uh, for me. I like both of these songs. I'm, I'm down with both of these. I do too. I think, for, I mean, the first one's a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is when the groupies started coming around. Yeah. So the songs were more about, we're in a hotel, we're having sex with groupies. Um, but yeah, two-timer. Uh, I don't know if he sings it now instead of I'm a three-time loser. I'm a 2003-time loser. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, Kyle, what do you think? What's your I, opinion? I, I think this is a worse version of a song that they already have, like three three others of that are better. I see what you mean. Yeah, a lot of the songs sometimes touch on the same theme. Yeah. You think and this song has been done better somewhere else already? Yeah. All right. Oh, there's, yeah. It's an honest I opinion. I, I like can't it. pull a thing, but I mean. <laughs> you but. can't pull a song, but you know it. Yeah. Uh, Strutter. Strutter. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies in Waiting. Firehouse. Firehose. <laughs> Firehose. Ladies in waiting, it's also a Jean, Jean, Jean. And the meat looks good tonight. And the ladies in waiting will show you what it's all about. The selection is inviting. They sure look hot tonight. And the ladies in waiting. Ladies and 
the most misogynistic lyrics Unbelievable. ever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. looks good tonight. I mean, it's basically so like... So you've been to the market. Yeah. Is the first line of the song. Meat looks good. Mm. Wow. This is a song about what's going out on outside my hotel room right now. The lady, lady opened the door, looked in the hall, and wrote a song. And they're just waiting. They're just waiting to get laid. That's it. That's what he's saying. Pretty much. It's probably based on truth. It's, I'm sure there uh, were chicks lined up for Gene. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with nothing no. against those ladies. No, that's what they're, they wanted. they're still at least he's calling them ladies. He is and calling not them like ladies. whores in a queue. Like <laughs> or burn bitch burn. <laughs> burn Log bitch in a fireplace. <laughs> uh Kyle, you've got to have something uh, to say about ladies in waiting. I I mean I like this better than two time. I think musically it's better. It's more interesting. But these mm-hmm. lyrics. The lyrics are. I if, if you took the lyrics for two timer and put them on this music, it'd be a lot better. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good call. All right, let's move on to a. A still will not sing. He's writing songs, but does not is not comfortable singing. I wouldn't sing this one either if I was. Well, no, this is this is an ace song sung by Peter. Let's hear a little getaway. Leaving tomorrow by subway. Yeah, it's, I know I have to go. Got no dough. Should I stay or should I go? It's like it's like Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they were trying to write Highway Star, like their the version. Deep purple like the, song because like the riff and stuff kind of sounds like the beginning of that a little bit. Like it just maybe this is, this is bad. Yeah, I don't think no matter who sang it. <laughs> Yeah, they might have drawn straws to see who wouldn't or would sing Hey, it. Peter, remember how you said you wanted to sing a song and we said we can't have you sing a song? We well, found guess, one. Guess what? Guess what? We found one. It, you just I sound hear... so great on this song. <laughs> I can hear Ace doing this now that I think about it is a kind of talky kind of at the beginning. But I, then I was like, is this song about Peter like already starting to want to leave the band? And then I was like, wait, Peter, he didn't write any no. songs. So, uh, yeah, this one's whatever. Well, I think we're coming. Sounds good. I, I think we're coming up to the first classic on the album. Mm-hmm. So let's hear, written by Paul and Ace, sung by Paul. This is Rock Bottom.
closes out side one, rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best song on that side, easily. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I've never liked that song. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I'm shocked at what I'm hearing out of young Kyle tonight. I know, Kyle. But it just is like... I don't, I, I, the intros again to quote, well, to quote the song, I can't wait a day to listen to that. And then, but then when it goes in, it's not like, it's like missing a layer, it seems. Cause like mm-hmm. you can hear everything, but it's just like, just like a simple like beat. And then mm-hmm. it's not like it needs something else. And then, and then I also don't think their vocals are that great when they're like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've, I need, I know people enjoy that song. I've never liked it. I enjoy the rock bottom. I throw that with got to choose in the skip category. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is in my top five favorite kiss songs. Seriously. What are your five? Tell us what they are. I think you've. you've Come heard... on and love me. Okay. Oh. Which up. is coming, coming up. up. Rock bottom. Okay. Firehouse. Mainline. Mainline. And then what's my fifth? Oh, Cold Gin. Cold Gin. Mm-hmm. All right. And all off these first three albums. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. When you hear these albums and then you listen to Destroyer, it is unbelievable the what Bob Ezrin got out of these guys, as far as the production. Oh and, yeah, I love Destroyer and, and all that stuff. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, Sweet Pain, King of the Nighttime World, Shout It Out Loud, Beth, mm-hmm. Great Expectations. I love Detroit Rock City. I mean, it's flaming you. Yeah, I mean. That was like the do or die album for me. I mean, obviously, Kiss Alive brought them to the uh, to the public big time. But then they really had to go in and hit a home run with the first stu- with that studio album, and they did it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything new. Everyone knows this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Track six, side two. Paul Stanley again with one of Courtney's favorites, top five. Come on and love me. She must be a Capricorn. <laughs> You're a Cancer. Mm-hmm. That Gene and Paul singing together thing that we love. love. Take them down on my knees. You can do what you please. Come on and love me. I'm a man. I'm no baby. Yeah, I I do love that song too. That's a good song. That's a great tune. It's just such an exciting, fun song. The way it starts, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah! yeah, like you're just in immediately. And then we get another Paul song, Anything for My Baby. Anything for my baby. I would steal. Anything for my baby. I'd wheel and deal. Anything for my baby.
I don't, I don't know how I feel. I mean, it was a rough start, and then it, then it was like okay, but that intro. <laughs> I just like the. It's got like that fifties kind of doo wop thing. Definitely mm-hmm. does. For my bit, and then Paul comes in. I would steal. Like it just like <laughs> it makes me laugh. And then Wayland Deal. I mean, that just cracks me up. It makes me laugh every time. But it's a cute song. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Kyle, do you like it? It's like it's the fine. Ma- fine. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's like the Manamana of Kiss. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so like, come on and love me is such a, a grand slam, and then we get we have like he got he, it's a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just bunted. <laughs> it's three and two. Paul Stanley's still at the plate, looking for a hit, trying to get on first. Oh, way inside. He's walked. He's walking. I would steal. <laughs> he would steal, but he got to walk. Steal, but he, he got to walk instead. All right, this one we got uh, Gene and Paul sharing lead vocals, written by Gene with uh, that pedophile mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. He, uh, Steve Cornell, what was he? What he? Uh, child pornography? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, these lyrics just changed for me drastically. Yep, here that, we go. that and going blind. <laughs> Let's hear she. going home did they kill her is that what they did oh no he was kidnapping this is a straight up i'm gonna kidnap her that's the way they think they think how can i isolate them from their families and take them home oh i can't listen to that song no i can't either it kind of creeps me out now but if you think about it not that way and you think about it as like you know like a altar boy then it's it's more enjoyable and it's kind of more of a love story (laughs) (laughs) what do you think kyle it's Again, I've never really cared for that song. But, it's okay, but also with with the, with the new information we found out tonight, <laughs> yes. I really do not care for that song. We did some investigating, and we did not like what we found out. Mm-mm. All right, track nine. Uh, this is another Paul. This is a Paul. Is this Paul heavy album? Yeah, Paul. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, Paul's got six lead vocals. One he shares one with Gene. That must really bum Gene out by the way. Like for this to figure out like that this is maybe what was inspired to this song. Or, or does Gene not care? No, I'm sure he cares. Like that's disturbing. Look, m- hey, money is the only the only number I care about is the number on the check. Nah. <laughs> How many O's there are. When I write the word she, I write it with a dollar sign and then <laughs> H E. All right, love her all I can. I think I like it, but let's find out if I really do.
Again, Paul's in a relationship here. Mm-hmm. He's going to love her all he can. He's going to mm-hmm. call her. Yeah. Love her all he can. They can have fun even when the skies aren't sunny. Mm-hmm. And when she's sad. Yeah. Or looks bad. Yep. I like the harmonies in this. I do too. A lot. I love I don't mind the, the song. I, don't, yeah. I like it. Kyle? Yeah, that's fine. We're all on board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, this... Uh, the album's really... It started with gold, then it went to tin. I guess in terms of tone as well, it went to tin. <laughs> and then this is like... This is like it, a it's tough, a like soft silver. The songs are better on Hotter Than Hell, but produced poorly. Mm-hmm. And this album's produced well, but doesn't have the greatest of songs. No, mm-hmm. that's exactly I would say. And the first album has it. both good songs and good production. Yeah, and that's why it's the first album's the best of the three, for sure. For sure. Okay, let's close it out. Uh, the studio version of Rock and Roll All Night, which I I enjoy this as much as I do the live version. Yeah. Let's hear it. That's killer. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that closes the show for all these years. Mm-hmm. Yes. So awesome. I, I still like the... Um, hold, hold on, Kyle. There's confetti all over the studio. Hold on. I still like the unplugged version of this better because I like when he, they, he yells out their names. He's like, Peter! Like, and then they take the... Ver- like, I just love yeah, it's that I mean, version of it. It's great. Oh, yeah, that is fun. I wish they would release the... I can't, I, I can't believe that this isn't going to happen sometime. Because the uh, the CD of Kiss Unplugged isn't the whole entire show. No, it's not. And that fans would eat that up if they released a two CD deluxe edition of Kiss Unplugged. Someone's got some great version of it somewhere. Yeah. Someone we know for sure. I'm sure. I know his it's name's like the video. Gene and Paul. Well, no, but the DVD version or whatever yeah. has all the songs. So yeah. they probably sure someone put it, it in. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we can find. Hey, it. if anyone out there has a rip of that, <laughs> send it a- to me, and I'll make sure. Kyle and Courtney get a copy of yeah, it. Yeah, I'll find we can find that easily through I'm Kiss, sure. Kiss Army. I love Gene's voice on this recording. Yeah. He sounds great. Yep, I agree. Gene sounds great. Mm-hmm. That's written by Paul and Gene. That's a great tune. Tambourine. There's tambourine T- there's in tambourine? here. Tambourine? I always do the tambourine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the one, one? that's the one that he like Paul plays it because he like does that like step in his boots where it's like I'm not gonna fall over. And oh, then yeah. he like hits it against his the side of his invisible stairmaster yeah. move. <laughs> Part of me always thinks like, is he afraid he's gonna fall if he doesn't keep moving like a like a cartoon penguin <laughs> or something? Like I've seen him almost fall. 
He really did. There, I was, it was on the ship. We hit rough seas. Paul almost fell in the big boots, and he went, wow, this place is really rocking. That's what he said. <laughs> I can't believe it. They, they had to have uh, twisted ankles many, many times. I'm sure. The, I mean, that is... Those things are... I'm surprised they didn't invite, in, invent uh, like gyroscopic boots <laughs> where they stay up in them. Because <laughs> like, like Gene doesn't move around the way Paul has to move around. No, Gene stomps and yeah. Paul fully... I mean, he's fully dancing. He's fully dancing. What about... What's Tommy Thayer? What's his boot movement like? What's he he kind of puts a leg out, right? And yeah. And just like leans on it, like leans on things. Yeah, Tommy doesn't really... He, his, his hair is the only thing that needs to move. So good. And he's sitting on a stool. He's a real musician. No, no, only when he doesn't have makeup on. Does he are you are you sure that he's not he's not sitting and they have fake legs out? He's not. And a it, it's like it's draped in black. <laughs> well, this, uh, what do I say? Yeah, I don't know. I know this is the end of the show, but I forgot to tell you this. I was in Vegas last week and okay. I, we were downtown, and I want I know that there's these four the Sin City Kiss. I think they're called. They dress up like mm-hmm. Kiss and they go out and take photos with people. So I wanted to see them. Then, so we saw them, and it was all really cool. Then we saw a guy. No, wait, did they perform, or did they just no, walk around? they were just standing there taking photos. And it was they, on St. Patrick's Day. And did they really look like the, well. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Okay, yeah, cool. and then the guy is Paul Stanley. He does, like, the weddings at the at Kiss Mini Golf and stuff. Great. Oh, yeah, they looked great, okay? The costumes, everything, they looked great. Then, like, about half a block down, there was a guy in Gene Simmons makeup in a thong. So he <laughs> had. Vegas. Right, so he had Gene's makeup. And he had Ace's boots. He had Spaceman boots. Okay. And like Vinnie Vincent's ass. <laughs> it was the weirdest <laughs> thing. And he just by himself. But women were paying for photos. For photos. Wow. My husband asked me if I wanted one. And I was like, who am I going to show this to? Like, where am I going to put this? I was like, I don't need a photo with thong, Gene Simmons, Ace boots, Vinnie ass. Like, I'm all set. I'm all set. But anyway, I is there that was a, funny. I forget. Is there an opening band on the current uh, Kiss tour? There's a painter who everyone's oh. really annoyed about. What does he do? What? He, he's incredibly talented. Is it Bob Ross? It is Bob Ross. <laughs> he makes happy little trees. And okay, so uh, how's and this? How's this play out? What happens? A guy comes out. Honestly, I've missed it both times. I've okay. I've, I've only gone to two shows. I went to the Forum and I went in Omaha. And he comes out and does like paintings. I guess ones of Freddie Mercury and ones of. Prince, maybe I don't know. He does like iconic rock star, and they put it up on the big screen, obviously, while he's doing it, right? And then, and then that's it. And then they play music, and then that's like something does when there's not a substitute teacher, (laughs) right? And they're just like, here, I can draw. Like, yeah, how long is he out on stage for? I wonder. I think like twenty five minutes. That's it's long. That's weird. I know it's longer than people would really. No one's. I mean, everyone has said it's cool, and it's kind of a cool thing. mm But it it just isn't for That's this. like the guy you see outside the arena. Right. He should be out in the <laughs> hall with the merch, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping Slaughter... I don't know why someone put that bug in my ear that Slaughter was going to open for a kiss, and I thought that would have been awesome. But um, no. Would no you, no would, opener. Would you like Ace and Peter maybe to open? I'd rather have a fucking painter. <laughs> Done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Done. More uh, people probably get excited about that pig that can paint. It was like a viral video of a pig painting. I would love that. Well, you know, Paul's like all into his paintings and, yeah. you know, and so I think it has something to do with I'd that. I'd rather watch too. someone cook. Mm-hmm. And then, and then pass out samples to yeah. the people in the front row. Paul's yeah. done that too. He did a pizza making thing on the stage on the cruise and everybody came in and watched Paul make pizzas. <laughs> My favorite thing, I've talked about it a million times, there's a, you can watch online. It's on like 
the Hallmark Channel or something. Yeah. It's like one of those stupid cooking shows. Mm-hmm. But they would invite people over. And Paul's on. Uh-huh. He goes, I saw Fabio was on here. And I thought I should come on. And they're like, oh, what are you going to make for us? And honest to God, he goes, brothel sprouts. Oh, his famous brothel sprouts. Like, why would you choose that? That's his famous thing. <laughs> they had him on. Yeah, the brothel sprouts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look that up on, uh, on the tube of you. It's, it's so funny. Paul's going to be on the... Uh, <laughs> Paul's going to be on uh, the, the new season. <laughs> this is not a joke. Paul's on the new season of Dan Rather's The Big Interview. Ah, oh, I can't wait to and see so that. And uh, so is Steve Perry. Ooh. And who else? They, they and other people, Dan Rather has no clue who they are. <laughs> Dan Rather has the job I want because I sit there and go, he doesn't know who he's talking. He doesn't know Kiss music. No, but he knew Dolly Parton, and boy, did he want to. He wanted. He wanted some Dolly. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. He watch is that like one. has the hots for her the whole time. He's all giggly like a schoolboy. It is so funny. It's a great interview too. Uh, so Dolly boobs. Oh geez. Oh no, he's so Cut. like well Dolly, and he's all blushy, and you can tell he just loves her. It's really cute actually. He seemed really when he was interviewing Carly Simon too. He just he just he seems like a nervous guy around the ladies. Yeah, maybe. And she's and she's very like she's stunning. Yeah, she's yeah. very like whatever you mm-hmm. know and. But I was like, uh, it's so funny. They show like some some B roll of him and her walking around her, um, uh, where, where Martha's Vineyard home, and she's outside just in her bare feet and a big flowing, just exactly like you'd, what you think Carly <laughs> Simon would have on. Yeah, totally. And he's all stiff, buttoned up with a suit. <laughs> yeah, I always like when they don't really dress like the person right, that they're with, and no. it just looks totally out of. It's just out when of place. you Dan Rather across from uh, Robert Plant, you're just like this. Something's up. Something's not right here. Yeah, true. Uh, but wh- Paul, you're going to love Paul's stage banter, by the way, on this tour. For some reason, he sounds like an old woman now. He doesn't sound like Paul anymore. Uh-oh. I'm He's like, so, <laughs> I like the show so far. Would you like some more salad and corn? Like, that's the way he sounds. He sounds like more like oh an old lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it Linda Richmond? Yes, yes. Oh it is. my it's Linda god! Richmond. Of thunder. You know, before he did Linda Richmond, Mike Myers did Paul Baldwin, and then he just he just did the exact same character, but as his mother-in-law, because that's who Linda Richmond's yeah. based on. But he was Paul Baldwin having coffee, just talking, and then it was just all of a sudden he was dressed as a woman. I don't know if uh, coffee Paul, Bald- so fun. Paul Baldwin transitioned or what happened but he was then linda richmond i love it it's like butter (laughs) let's promote where can we find you courtney now i don't know when this is going to drop because this is kyle's last episode uh until he because he's moving away for about a year and a half or two what yeah 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 where brooklyn why crooklyn my uh fiance goes to school at and, and they're getting married in august oh he got a job congratulations yeah. Thanks. and we Congrats. leave tomorrow to drive across country and you're taking him you're taking him there i'm gonna take him i uh, my best friend lives in indianapolis indiana so i'm gonna drive to indianapolis oh, and then okay he can make it the rest of the way okay yeah. it's pretty good We're, that's like two that's like over two-thirds of the way i mm-hmm. can just picture the two of you in the car moving right along dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> when i'm not behind the wheel arguing hear, about this music. is me <laughs> such a big sleeper when i'm not behind the wheel oh yeah me too yeah, I'm, I'm out so uh so i don't know when this will post so if okay. you want to promote something uh, um, I don't know, it might not well okay i do have a new show at the grafton hotel it's and is that going to be an ongoing thing it's going to be an ongoing okay. thing the first one is march 28th which it was amazing and uh jason <laughs> christopher from prong is uh and who also plays with Corey taylor mm-hmm. and uh ministry he's uh the first of our rock stars basically the show is it's comedy and then an acoustic jam, but nice. 
the featured musical guest in the acoustic jam is going to do stand-up comedy for the first time. For the first time. Yes. And then one of the comedians is also a musician and is going to play in the acoustic jam with the That's with our cool. guest. So Murray is actually going to be the first comedian playing in the jam. So I heard he bombed. He <laughs> it was really awful. Okay. It was it was terrible. No. Yeah, because Murray play Murray plays guitar. Yeah, so Murray's gonna and, and Jason plays bass, so Murray's gonna play a song. Actually, we gotta coordinate that or we coordinated it and it was great. Um <laughs> and uh so that's gonna happen and then Jason's gonna do stand up. And so we're gonna do this every month at bar twenty at the Grafton Hotel. It's called Punchlines and Backlines. And it's where one rock star gets to joke and one comic gets to jam. And so the they'll, they'll be able to see your comedy stylings because you will host the show. I will host the show. And my co-host is Izzy Presley from um, from Monsters of Rock Radio. Nice. Yeah. And he's great. And he does the uh, Soundcheck Live at the Lucky Strike every month. And he's on all the Monsters of Rock cruises. So if anyone's been on a cruise, they know Izzy. I get back so into town actually March 28th. But then I will come to the next come show Come to the next sure. one. I yeah. want to see it. Yeah, I think because now we've got people that want to do it because, you know, at first it's like it's hard it, to get the first one. It's hard to get the first yeah. rock star to like come and do it, you know, but I think we really scored with Jason because he's mm-hmm. already funny. If you read his tweets and his social media, yeah. he's, he's hilarious. You're going to be you're going to be able to get so many rock stars out here to come do this. I think it's going to be so much fun. I've had this yeah. idea for years. I've been wanting to do it. You know, it's like and it's not just like a karaoke thing. Like you got to play like you got to yeah. be a musician. We're not just going to let if you let comics get up and sing. There's going to be 40 people on the stage. You know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. a big mess. Who cares? So like, let's keep it like it's also fun and supportive. We're, we're all up there to watch this person succeed and do well with their stand up. You got to get like, Greg Barrett to do it. I think I've asked amazing. Murray to hook me yeah, up with he's Greg. He's an amazing guitar player. He is. I, yeah. I used to go see his band 20 plus years ago when Greg we went on a few dates many years ago Whoa. and uh, it was very innocent. Turn off the mics a second. Many, many, literally <laughs> like over 20 years ago. That's how long ago it was. But, um, but yeah, he's very talented. So yeah, he'd be a great person yeah. to have. And like, um, you know, I think it's, they're going to come there. You won't even have to go get them. They're going to come to you. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Cause I think it's, I think this is going to be a thing cause it's already fun. Just planning it. We're mm-hmm. all already having fun just talking about it. So, all right. Well, so that's uh, my show punchlines and backlines. Find us on Facebook. I will come to uh, I will come to the second uh, performance of this because I want to check this out. And thank you for being here. And you are on Twitter. You're at just Court, Court Crow. C O U R T C R O. Website. Uh, don't have one. I should. It's such a so horrible. Facebook. I don't have one. I'm on Facebook and I'm on the the Instagrams. Okay. So wh- where where should they where should they find out about shows like like this? On my Facebook. On your Facebook. Always posting when my shows are and my Instagram. I always have something up with my dates and I have a bunch coming up. Is this your personal Facebook or is this like Courtney Cronin fan page? No, it's my personal. But will you I'm accept, not going to make a page for you three accept, people. Will you accept fan will you accept yes, new friends? Of course. All right, friends, go get over there. Check it out. Yeah. You'll find out about all the upcoming performances. Is Craig Gass going to be on this show? Craig Gass, Murray, Stevie D, Earl Skakel, oh. uh, Samantha Hale, um, who's a great comic. She does a lot of stuff about Wait rock and Wait a minute. Roll. Girls do comedy? There's a couple girls. and uh, there's Comedians. Comedians. <laughs> Comedians. Um, and Anika Dell, she's uh, up and coming. She's okay. one of um, the students in Pretty Funny Women, and she's just... I think she's great. So I put her on the show. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Good. Continued success with that. I know the first one was amazing. And the ASAP club will be hearing this. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The ASAP club. Yeah. They'll be hearing it way before the 28th. So they'll know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please come to the show. Please come to the show. Go see Murray uh, play some guitar and then you go, oh, that's his natural talent. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I know his headshot. He looks so angry and upset, and I'm like, don't worry, he's actually really funny. He looks he, very angry. I told him now. He told me he had a headshot like that because he never liked how his teeth looked, but now he's had braces. So I said, take a, a smileier headshot. Yeah. Although he did just book a commercial, so that must be working. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Whatever works. Whatever yeah, whatever works. works. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dots and Funny. I am. If people are, come to Brooklyn, can they like uh, hit you up and take you out for a drink? Yeah. I hung out with James Sandlin. I mm-hmm. hung out with Rob Wilson. So cool. Yeah. So yeah, if you you're see if, a movie, you hang out. Go see a movie. That way, you don't have to talk to the person, yeah. but they feel like that they you spend time hands. with them. <laughs> or depending on the movie, <laughs> yeah. HJ. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Get the firehouse. Hello, or the fire hose. <laughs> get the fire hose. Put your fire hose back in your pants. <laughs> um, we are at. You're at Kyle Dotson Funny. I'm at yes. Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. You can find the episodes there, T-shirts, Patreon page, all that good stuff. The song that I picked to play us out is actually the song we just heard, but I took the live version from Kiss Alive. Let's hear again. Rock and Love roll. theme from Kiss. Rock and roll all night. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney, for coming up here. I know uh, that it, you took a planes, trains, and automobiles to get here, and it's, it was raining, so there was a boat no, this was great. I would drive a million miles to talk about Kiss with you. Okay, well, the next watch. time, the next time here, we're going to do that one with songs with rain. In the rain, title. which my dog's name is Rainy, so it's I'm perfect. so excited about that. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, Kyle. <laughs>